Before you go and buy a new seed organization system this year, you have to listen to this whole episode. Welcome to the Homestead Challenge podcast, where we will finally figure out how to make homesteading work in this modern world. I'm your host, Brittany, kind of crunchy mom and fellow modern homesteader. I've walked the path you're on, navigating burnout, overwhelm, information overload, serious lack of time, and uncertainty of where to even start. But I've also discovered a way to integrate homesteading into my modern busy life. If you're itching to kick off your homesteading journey on your terms, you're in the right spot. In each episode of this podcast, I'll be dishing out quick and straightforward homesteading tips, sharing home management systems, and providing modern solutions that fit seamlessly into your suburban lifestyle. Ready to turn your homesteading goals into a reality? Join me, and together we'll navigate the world of homesteading in a way that suits our lives. So grab that sourdough starter from the back of your fridge, girl. It's time to rise. So, hi everyone. How are you doing? It's actually thunderstorming here right now, and my German Shepherd is terrified of storms. So if you hear her, I'm terribly sorry, but I am holding on to her as I am recording this episode because nobody else is home right now. But anyway, as you all know, I have been super into getting organized for the garden this year because I do not want to be stressed out come May when it's like go time here for getting everything started in the garden. I have some big projects going to be tearing out grass and putting in beds and all sorts of things because this is a new house for us. So I don't want to be stressed. I'm trying to get organized. It's of course happening slower than I would like it to, but I finally got my seeds all organized and I really want you to as well. But before you buy anything, please hear me out. There are some really cute organization systems for your seeds, but I think that some are definitely better than others. If you remember back to episode 12 about organizing your kitchen by your personal organization style, uh, I th- there's a lot of different ways that we all organize based on just personality and that kind of thing. And Cass over at Clutterbug has a great system for figuring out, you know, what organization kind of makes the best sense for your brain. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to episode 12 I think that that will really help you figure out which one of these systems is best for you organizing your seeds this year. And yes, I do think that you need to organize them. Also, like even if you're not feeling getting out in the garden yet, cozy up on the couch and organize your seeds. And then you also get to shop for whatever seeds you're missing. Like that sounds like a party to me. So I want to talk about three organizing styles for organizing your seeds, and then also five different storage solutions for your seeds. There's probably some more that I'm missing, but these are the most common ones that I see, and I wanna tell you a little bit about what I think of each of them. So there's kind of three ways that you can organize your garden seeds. So you can either organize it by plant type, like here's all the flowers and all the squashes and all the greens and all the herbs, however you wanna do that. Or number two, you can organize by plant date, like, oh, I need to start these seeds in February. I need to start these in March. I need to plant these outside in April and go by the calendar. Or number three, you can sort them alphabetically. So that way you can 
search for things very quickly and know exactly where they are. So it doesn't really matter which one of these ways you end up organizing them within these storage solutions that I'm going to talk about. I think that the most common way that I've seen is plant type. I asked on Instagram what everybody was doing, and most people said that. And that's, oh, it just thundered. I'm so sorry. My dog is going to freak out. <laughs> it's okay, baby girl. Anyway, so I think that organizing by plant date is how I'm going to be changing everything. So right now I have it by plant type as well. But for me, as I'm moving into my next step, I figured out all the seeds that I have, anything that I need, I'm going to organize, reorganize them by plant date. That way, I can just look at the date in my binder, which we'll talk about a little bit later, and I can just flip to the page and be like, okay, I can just plant this, this, and this. I don't have to look at it ever again. So my goal is probably this weekend to organize everything by plant date one time. So it'll probably take me an hour to do it. And that way I don't have to keep remembering like every weekend when I go to start new seeds, what I'm supposed to be doing. That's going to really help me get super organized. But if that doesn't make sense to you, that's fine too. That's the beauty of different organization styles. There's different things that work for everybody. And just make sure that whatever you choose is simplifying your system. So if there's something that you can do now in one hour, well, it's not quite garden season yet, that's going to make things easier later on, then do that. Like for me, I would probably have to go back through every single weekend and look, I have to plant that, I have to plant that. I can't remember. I have to look this up again. When am I supposed to plant this? And I'll look it up 12 <laughs> different times. And that's taking up so much unnecessary time. If I would have just done it all in one swoop, never had to think about it again. So once you decide how you're going to organize, whether it's by plant type, plant date, or even alphabetically, you need to put the seeds in something. So a lot of people talk about putting their seeds in like a fridge or a freezer. I don't really recommend that because there can be a lot of humidity in there and that's actually bad for seeds. So the best way to store any of these storage solutions is going to be in a cold place that's relatively dry. Um, of course, if you have like a, a fridge that you're not opening a ton, that's maybe okay, but truly, I think it's completely unnecessary. Yes, seeds are refrigerated often when they're coming from companies, but they have like special kinds of fridges and freezers and it's all like scientifically controlled and all this stuff. People aren't opening it every five seconds to get snacks like my toddlers. You get the picture. So here are five storage solutions that you can use depending on your organization style. So like I said, go back, listen to episode 12, make sure you take the quiz over on Clutterbug. Um, these kind of work, different styles kind of work for a couple of the different insects is how she describes different organizing styles. Number one is what I see most common, and I think that's because it's honestly a cheap option on Amazon, is photo organizer boxes. I started out using these and I figured out pretty quickly that they are not great. So they are good because they keep everything dry and they're like in plastic boxes. You can definitely organize them by plant type this way. But anytime you're looking for something, you have to open up the box and sift through all of them. There's no easy way to view them quickly without literally taking all the seeds out every single time. Also, 
They really limit your space. You probably can't fit more than like 10 or 15 seed packets in one of the boxes, depending on the packet and whatnot. And so many of us crazy gardeners are going to quickly outgrow those. The next storage solution is actually mason jars. So if you're maybe a bee who really likes to have things out on display and hyper-organized, you could definitely organize by plant type or plant date in mason jars. This is going to be probably for somebody who's not doing a ton of gardening from seed. You're not going to be able to fit a lot in those. Of course, they're airtight, which is great. And it's going to look really cute because mason jars are always cute, but probably can't hold a lot. The third option are seed storage tubes. So you actually ditch all of your packets and you put all of these in little, like, I don't want to say test tubes. They have lids. They're like little, almost like medicine pill jars or something. And they can store all in one neat basket hidden away. They all look very uniform. So if you're a cricket, this could be a great organizing system for you. However, that does mean you're throwing away your seed packets and you'll have to relabel. So if you're not super familiar with anything uh, that you're growing, then (laughs) you probably have to look online for the information. Or if you're like me, you probably won't really read the seed packet very much. Um, I should. I'm not an expert gardener, so I definitely should be reading those seed packets more than I am. Anyways, number four, a metal seed storage box. I think this is great for ladybugs. The problem is, is that this is not a very organized solution, but it's quick and it'll look really nice. So they have really cute metal storage boxes. I've seen them at Tractor Supply. I've seen them on Amazon. They say like garden seeds or whatever on them and they're cute and galvanized or whatever kind of metal. And you can just throw all of your seeds in there. You'll have to look through them every time and it'll probably be a hot mess. You could definitely organize them in there if you wanted to, maybe like alphabetically. But if you don't have a ton and you need something that looks really cute and you can, you just need it like in a public space for to where people see it, then I think that the metal storage box could work. And number five is my number one pick currently, which are seed binders. So you just get any kind of school three ring binder and you can get these, like it's almost like playing card Uh, inserts, but they're for seeds. So they're a little bit bigger. You can fit four per page or is it six? I don't remember. I just did it. I think it's four per page. Yeah. And you can stick your seeds right in there and you can organize them any way. Then you could do any of the three organizing styles within this binder. And if you have a lot of seeds, (laughs) then you might have a couple binders and that's okay too. You could order, organize them by type and alphabetically. If you wanted to do a couple different binders my only qualms with this organizing system is that it um i'm having trouble like if my binder gets thrown upside down then they all fall out <laughs> and if you're like bringing it out in the garden which i'm trying not to do or your kids get a hold of it which i also try not to have happen then they can spill so like not that's not my favorite but it is like hyper organized and really easy to find the stuff so for me working out very well so far. And I'm actually going to give a bonus organizing system here. And this is for my super expert level seed people or seed obsession people. Eventually, I want to look for one of those antique library card catalogs and organize that way. 
So each drawer might have a different plant type or even a different month, depending on how I'm going to organize. And you can still pull out the drawer and see everything without having to sift through it all, which is nice. You just kind of like peek through. I think it would be really cute and really easy. So I'm hoping to eventually find one of those. You could also do a similar thing with any kind of antique dresser and some drawer organizers. Uh, it would look really cute, but that's only for my people who are crazy and have a super large amount of seeds. I'm not quite there yet, but I can see myself getting there in the next year or two for sure. And I just really like the look of those card catalogs. So that's always been something that I've wanted on my wish list, and I never knew what to put in them if I did get one. But guess what? Now I know. So anyway, your homework is to actually get yourself organized. Seriously, do it today, this weekend. Organize your seeds. Then you get to know what you still need to buy. Let's finally get this thing done. I hope that this episode was helpful for you in thinking about the different ways that you can organize. There's definitely a lot of options. If you can't really picture what I've been talking about, I do have a blog post on this that goes through it a little bit more with different links to all the different options. If you are interested in any of those, I will put that in the show notes. I really hope that you guys are excited for spring. I promised not to only talk about gardening. We're going to talk about it all here. Until next time, friends, happy gardening. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homestead Challenge podcast. I hope our time together has empowered you to take meaningful steps on your homesteading journey. If you've enjoyed our conversation and found value in today's tips, please take a moment to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with me on Instagram. You can find me at Brittany L. Gibson. The link is in the show notes. Share your favorite takeaways from the episode, ask questions, or suggest topics of what you'd like to hear in the future. For an even deeper dive into the homesteading community, join our Facebook group where other suburban homesteading mamas share their experiences, ask questions, and support each other on their unique homesteading journeys. Just search for the Homestead Challenge community on Facebook and request to join. Remember, every small step on your homesteading path is a victory. Whether you're nurturing plants on your windowsill or mastering the art of sourdough, you're making a difference. Keep at it. Until next time, let's watch our homesteads flourish together.